Hey everyone, before we start today's episode, I did want to mention that we just made a Patreon. So if you'd like to support us, our link is in our Instagram bio. You can go check it out there. Um, within our Patreon, we also have a new breakout series called After Hours. So uh, go check that out and enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, you already you already started over. I want to run it back. Yep. Welcome back, everybody, to take two of Cast Conversations intro. Uh, I'm Jeremy, and apparently my mic is being uh, bad. I also have Phil with me, and uh, Phil, who else do we have? Oh, today we got uh, our new friend Ben. Uh, ben, great to have you here with us. Um, excited to get to talk about your role with Disney. Thanks for having me. I'm very, very excited to talk about it. Did a lot of Disney, so <laughs> broad range of uh, of uh, experiences and opinions. <laughs> so you said you did a lot of Disney. So you want to take us back to the beginning? Where did you start? Yeah. So uh, this started in the fall of 2018. I, like most people, <laughs> started with the college program. Right. And I did quick service food and beverage for a full college program, which is like the four to five months or can be like six or seven if you do the fall advantage or spring advantage. But then I, uh, I stayed for another program, which was uh, spring 2019, and did Turtle Talk with Crush, uh, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, and the nighttime show Illuminations. So, mm. And then also Very nice. auditioned for entertainment like most people <laughs> in there. <laughs> so I know at the beginning we said we weren't going to touch too much on uh, QSFB, but yeah. I got to ask. I'm a big fan of the All-Star Resorts. Um, Great. It's so great I, to hear. <laughs> I like you're great. I'm I'm a big defender as well. Sorry. I lo- I love the All Stars and I also love yeah. Pop Century. Um, so a big thing I like about them is the pizza. So being quick service, did you make a lot of those pizzas? I did. I that was one of my favorite things to do. Was, was make the pizzas. <laughs> Please tell me more about it. I like love those. They like and apparently they changed the recipe. They changed the pizza. Mm-hmm. Apparently they changed it all. And I thought Disney had a great pie going on. So I don't know what they did. We were rocking it out. I'm telling you for like four Seriously. or five months, it was, it was ironically like great, great that you asked about that. Cause that genuinely was like one of my favorite things to do. And really? I think it's because I bonded so well with uh, one of our international uh, college program uh, participants. He was from China. Okay. His, name is, his name's Frank or Sue Young. And uh, like we, we trained together and he had the most fun in like the pizza area. And so we just like bonded that way. And I think maybe just that nostalgia about it um, made me love it. But I, yeah, I, during my college program was the old school, like circle pies that were delicious in my opinion. And then right when we left in 2019, they switched it over to like more of a deep dish thing. And I'm just, you know, I don't know if this were was like Dave Portnoy's pizza review on Barstool. <laughs> I, I don't know if the new one would pass, but I, I'm a big fan of the old one. I would say the old one was a good, like nine, three. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, it was up here. There. I even have this is so this is the first day I got to the uh program. Oh my god. There we are. <laughs> there it all is. Star All Star Sports, I think. Uh-huh. Um or no, it was All Star Movies, but I mean it doesn't matter. Um we we got the pie and it was the only thing I wanted. We got there like right as they were closing up, and I was like, I'm so sorry, but I need a I need a pie. You gotta hook me yeah. up. And so they, they gave me the pie and it's, it's Ben, great. what would you have rated it? Um, I don't know if I would have gone as high as nine three. That's, <laughs> that, that's pretty. That's pretty high. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe I, maybe I, Pizza Far is a nine three. Yeah. There you go. I might. I maybe would have said like 
Because like on Dave, if we're talking about Dave's scale, like yeah, he's, he's yeah. pretty like hard. A, a seven, six is like good. Mm-hmm, I would yeah. give it like a seven, eight, you know, like it's just okay. good. Like, yeah. I don't know. I enjoy it. Yeah. But. If, I guess if we're going on Dave's scale, I would say like, yeah, like a seven, five, yeah. maybe even. But I don't think he likes the five intervals, does he? I don't think so. But as yeah. far as like Disney pizza, I would give it, I would give it much yeah. higher. Ironic, like you would never think that all star music or, or, or like just theme else. park uh, pizza in general. Like, yeah, theme right. Pizza is generally not very good. So, you know, so, I, I even don't love, I, I'm a, a Italian born immigrant mm. family. And uh, so food is a big part of our culture. Obviously. Sure, sure. I, you know, I, a little bit of a hot take. I don't even love the pizza in Italy. So mm, it's, it's really? good. It's, it's okay, but it's not, I don't know. Are we declaring war on the Italy we might. Epcot? Okay. We might. Yeah. As long I mean, as you guys will, will rally behind me. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we of course. You. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hey, everyone listening right now, this is now a declaration of war on the Epcot mm-hmm. Italy. Um, join with us or stop listening forever. <laughs> <Too> um, <laughs> there you go. It's an ultimatum. Um, so would you consider yourself a pizza connoisseur? A bit, I would say. Okay. Uh, I will, I will admit, I, you know, we grew up in Michigan, an Italian family. Okay. Michigan pizza is not good. Uh, <laughs> like there's not a lot going on up here, but like there is the Italian markets that are pretty spread out that still have good pizza and stuff. So, uh, and then obviously we did homemade growing up. Sure. So Jeremy and I are both uh, fairly close to Chicago. What do you? What, yeah. what are your opinions on deep dish? I do. I do like. Uh, I love Chicago style pizza. I was actually uh, there not too long ago. Uh, not too. It was like four months ago. What am I talking about? One of my buddies <laughs> uh, lives and works in Chicago, so we drove down and visited him. And uh, one of the one of his friends gave us a recommendation. I'm not going to be able to remember the place now, uh, but it was delicious. <laughs> I like it. I like Chicago. Good. Style. We have we have a couple buddies that used to work at Lou Malnati's. <clears throat> that's what it that is and- that's oh, what yeah, it is really? yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Lou where I remember yeah that's where our good friends like worked uh in high school so it's a staple yeah. that and giordano's are like the two that you you don't mess around with you just you go there you get a good pie every time and it's good yeah no i we were big fans we loved it we had it like right before we uh drove back and i was like trying to fight off the pizza naps while driving <laughs> but well, it was delicious we'll say, i saw portnoy re- review the giordano's and he didn't like it Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so, he was as big a fan. But I mean, what does he know? He's not a. He's not a Disney uh, <laughs> quick a, service. No, he's not right. a Disney <laughs> quick service uh, connoisseur. Like so, um, do you want to tell us a little bit about like your day in the life of working at Turtle Talk? Yeah. So uh, Turtle Talk is mixed in with the season with Nemo and friends. So the attractions are like if you've been to Epcot, you know they're right next to each other in the same building along with the aquarium. So when you are an attractions cast member there, you work both. However, I really loved working Turtle Talk. I loved being in the theater. So whenever someone would pull that rotation or that role, I would switch with them. So some days I was in Turtle Talk for like six hours when normally people would be in there for like 45 minutes. I loved, I loved doing it. Um, so So did your, did your captains know that you liked it? Mm-hmm. They, they, of, yeah. of course, they have to go in and like you know manually approve sure. the the swap because if not, it gets kind of crazy because mm-hmm. uh, you're switching places with people who aren't there. You know? Yes, so, CDS yeah. gets a little muddy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so CDS they they would the have to fix it, but yes, yeah. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, yeah, so they would have to go in and, and change it. But um, as far as like a day in the life, it, it was really fun. I, like we would. Um, there was like another cast member that you would work with who would be uh, standing out in like the waiting area, I guess, uh, keeping track of time. You would have to keep track of time as well because you had to hit three shows within an hour. 
Mm-hmm. So you, oh, wow. and the shows are like uh, 12 minutes long, roughly. It okay. depends. Sometimes they go over. So when they go over, it's like a mad dash to get everyone out safely and <laughs> get everyone else in uh, safely. You know, you have to rotate the two. So um, it gets kind of hectic, but it was really fun, you know, um, in, introducing Crush mm-hmm. and talking to the kids and walking around, you know, <laughs> holding up the hydrophone to help them communicate with Crush <laughs> on the other side of the, the ocean glass. So, so what... Uh... I mean, so personally, I've, n- I've never actually watched the uh, same turtle talk show. So oh, this is oh, so any, anyone who's <laughs> who's in the same boat, like what what is pun intended crush talk to you? <laughs> so it's it, it. I if you've been to the laugh floor, um, mm-hmm. it's really similar to the laugh floor where uh, it's it's I always kind of coined it like a, a family comedy show for um, all members of the family. So. Uh, it, for the beginning of the show is generally more centered around the, the kids crush would talk to the kids. Okay. Um, there was, there's a little area up in the front of the theater where the kids actually sit on the ground and they have a better view of, of crush. And then the parents would sit on like, uh, like bleachers, I guess you could call them okay. benches, uh, uh, in the back of the theater. So, um, Crush is obviously a really funny dude, as you guys right. probably know from the movie. So he has that personality through the show. And, uh, you know, it, it's great fun for everyone. Like even I, like I was in there all the time. And sometimes even I would like be laughing because there's just, it, he's hilarious. <laughs> no way to put it. So would, uh, do the kids like ask him questions or mm-hmm. so vice versa? Generally, um, he'll open it up for questions after he talks to like one kid, uh, mm-hmm. generally kicks off the show with talking, uh, teaching you how to talk turtle, okay. so like saying dude and all that kind of mm. stuff. And then, uh, and then he would open it up. Kids would raise their hand and he'd say, Oh, with like a green shell, if you have a green shirt, okay. And okay. Extra ears would be like mini Mickey ears on your head. <laughs> so you go up and you know, they would be able to ask whatever they want to crush. The general questions that they would ask almost every single time were like, why are you green? What's your favorite ocean? <laughs> What's your favorite food? Have you ever, ironically, sometimes they would ask like, have you ever tried human food? Like pizza. Pizza was the number one, like really crushed. Have you ever had pizza? And he's like, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and is, is crush on our side for the rebellion against Italy? I would hope so. I, I yeah, think I, I could mean, rally I, him. I think, I think we could get him. Yeah. Um, wait, 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 what, what was one of the most unique questions you got? I had to ask that. Uh, so the, that you heard the, okay. So as far as like unique or weird, one time mm-hmm. a kid asked if, uh, if, if crush hunted and then, which doesn't sound like super weird off the bat, you know, like maybe the kids, kid was older, probably like 12 or 13. So knew okay. about like predator and prey. Mm-hmm. Then he started to like get into like, um, like, have you ever used a bow and arrow? And he started to get like real specific about weapons. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> He's so like, that's sharpening your own dagger. Yeah. yeah. Then I like started to pull back a little bit. I was like, <laughs> we're not going to do this anymore. This is going down a bad road. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, so were the, the questions generally like pretty similar across the board or was it like you would get like obscure questions every show? Uh, they were like the same pretty much every show. There was yeah. a lot, it, it, it's very not unique at all. Like, I mean, <laughs> when you, not in a bad way, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> these kids are not creative. They that, suck. That's not a really bad, but you know, when you talk to kids like one-on-one, they're, they're generally like more open, like they're crazier when they're around their peers alone. But sure. the fact that their parents were like sitting behind them watching and me, like a, a 21 year old is like, 
have a microphone in their face and everyone is watching them, they generally like panic and just say like the, the like, why are you green? Sure. You know, like, uh, yeah. And I'm like sure that. there's, it's, it's like almost gotta be like starstruck for them because the turtle they see on TV is right in front of them. Yeah. It's the man's right there. Like, yeah, there was, there was plenty of kids who like really like, that was the one thing that they wanted to do that day. Um, which is, was like crazy to me going into working there. I didn't know. Yeah. I did because Finding Nemo has kind of fallen out of like the rotation of it has, big Disney definitely. IP, but there's still mm-hmm. a love for it. It's it's there's still a really strong community within the newer generation. That's cool. So really quick, one more question before we just throw it to a break. Um, were there often criers? Like I would I would mm. guess that there'd be some criers here and there. Rare, honestly, rarely. I never really? thought about I never thought about that, but um, yeah, no, not not too often. Generally, um, the parents. The parents know their kids the most, I I would say. So, sure. you know, when when they walk into the theater, uh, we're like with the microphone, like kids, you can come sit up front if you want. Parents, you can sit on the back benches. And often like kids, I would say they'd probably be like four to five to 13 sitting down. And any younger than that, the parents would keep them with them over on the benches. Um, so you wouldn't get a lot of like panicking out of like younger kids, but it did happen once or twice. It's always the worst. It wasn't as much like the crying that would like halt a show or like bring a disturbance. It was when, uh, crush would talk to someone who didn't speak English and that became tough. But, uh, I know, I know enough Spanish to try to help. And one time it just bombed and it was bad. (laughs) Oh, uh, let's hear about that after break. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So don't go anywhere or else you'll miss the episode, the, not the episode. You're already listening to the episode. You'll miss the story. Um, how do you say we'll be right back in Spanish? Good question. I don't know that much. I know I, uh, I know enough for quick service food and beverage, but not. It's <laughs> not probably something about. It's probably something about adios. Adios. There you go. Hey, listeners! If you guys are a fan of Cast Conversations and want to support our show, feel free to go uh, check out our merch store at storefrontier.com/slash/castconversations. We have normal merch and after hours merch, which is uh, very cool, designed by your very own Jeremy Eason. Uh, so feel free to go check that out. Hola, we are back. Um, that was hello in Spanish, if anyone was wondering. Um, okay, so you said that there was a language barrier at points. Yeah. So, so um, man, this this like even extended back into when I worked Quicksilver's food and beverages. Some, um, we would have a lot of guests who spoke Spanish and like only Spanish, barely enough English to order, uh, order food. So I, I didn't love having to every like other, every, like every fifth guest go find someone who spoke Spanish. So I tried my Mm -hmm. best to learn as much as I could to help a guest who only spoke Spanish. Well, uh, that's fine for like asking them if they want meatballs with their (laughs) pasta, but for like communicating how to talk turtle, at Turtle Talk with Crush, I bombed, um, <laughs> and so it was late. It was late at night. Um, generally, with Turtle Talk, we wouldn't get a good turnout at at night or like the later shows because everyone would go watch Illuminations. Okay. Sure. And one night we had like one uh, one family or two families. One who only spoke Spanish. I didn't know this until the show was underway, and <laughs> one English speaking family. So of course, like right away. Crush is like, oh, I'm going to teach someone how to talk turtle. Go, you know, swim over to this little dude. And I walked over and 
hold the microphone. He's like, all right, you little boy, say dude. And the kid was just like deadpanning at crush, had no idea. was terrified. Oh God. And I was like, uh, and I just kind of like look over at crush and he's just like, like kind of like almost like the brainwave attached to him as, as, as his assistant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I got the vibe of like stick with it. And I was like, Oh God, here we go. <laughs> so, so I asked the kid, do you, do you speak English? And he's just like looking at me like terrified. Oh, no. And I was like, okay, he obviously doesn't speak English. So I asked him if he speaks <laughs> Spanish. He's like Portuguese. And I was like, Oh, God. oh, oh no. I was like, Oh, oh no. no. And Crush was like, Ben, can you help him out? And I was like, I (laughs) (laughs) I don't know any, uh, because people, a lot of people draw the assumption that Portuguese and Spanish are are similar, which is like as true as Italian and Spanish being similar. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is, but most of the time they're just very different languages. So I've heard that big time. I've heard that Portuguese can understand Spanish, but not opposite. It's really hit or miss. Like, like we had it all all the time when I worked at All Star, we would have guests who um, only s- spoke Portuguese, and then our mm. Spanish speakers would try to help them. And some of them could, and some of, I I don't know if it's a dialect thing or or what it is, but some people could help. But I don't know. The, the kid did not speak <laughs> Spanish. That's all I know. <laughs> and I don't speak great Spanish to, to even begin with. So so, and it's so how'd that how'd that turn now. out? It, it, it just... turned out to where I went over to the other family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was really bad. It was really uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, wait, Phil, should I tell my photo pass story about the hand? Oh, yeah, it's it goes okay. along the lines of uncomfortable. That's for sure. So okay, I don't so think I you've ever photo told pass. it on the show either. Have I not? I don't think so. Okay, so I feel like this is something that we should tell in our uh, after dark or after hours, but I'll tell it anyway because it's so, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. So, okay, first, Ben, do you know the H3 podcast? Of course. Yeah. Ethan. Okay. Mila. So I was listening yeah. to it today. <laughs> I, I, I'm a huge fan. So yeah. I was actually talking to Zach on discord Oh, cool. and he was like, do you want to come on and tell a story? And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I do, but I shouldn't. So I got an invite to go on and tell it, but then I turned it down because I think it's like too uncomfortable. Yeah. So you tell me if I missed out. Okay. So I worked photo pass and of course, you know, you get the magic shots. You have like the Tinkerbell, you've got the balloons, you've got the whole nine yards. So I was with one family, and I was in a good mood that day, so I was giving out magic shots. And um, it got to the end, and I, I always just pick one one kid generally. I'll be like, okay, you in the front. I'm going to take your hand, and I always do a big dramatic gesture. Put your hand out like this, and I'm going to put some magic in it in uh, the picture. You will you can't see it in the real world, but in the picture, the magic comes alive. And they were all excited. And so I picked the boy in the front. I was like, can you take your hand up, lift it for me, and put it out just like this? And so he put it up, and he goes like this. Oh no. He didn't have a hand. Oh Jeremy. and I was like I had the camera up like this and I went Oh no. I like I like froze and it felt like it felt like I was standing there like this for two hours of me just like sitting there. I oh, no. I like did not know what to do. And the mom like chuckled and like I think she knew and they didn't speak English. So it was like <laughs> This is falling apart. Oh. It was it was really bad. So then I was like, what do I do? What do I do? I was like, do I have someone else do it? Do I cancel the picture entirely and i was like actually instead lift your hand up like this, your arm up like this and we'll put balloons and so we changed the magic shop but i was like after that i needed to like take a break i like stepped off for a minute it was bad oh no that just did that that's yours is way more rough <laughs> it was awful wow. oh my god yeah uh... i think it, i think you missed that would have been a great story for the show i love that yeah 
I just I felt bad because I, I feel like that might be like ableist almost a little, like, but I don't know. I, I, but I, that, I it wasn't like I was trying to do the, I was trying to do the right thing. You didn't you didn't know, so right, it's, right. it's not really like you did anything wrong. It was right, just like and a, I wasn't trying to like exploit the kid. <laughs> I, I like yeah. I tried to give him the magic shot. Still, I felt bad. Yeah, and I told my boss or my uh, what are they called leaders about that, and they're like, oh, it's okay, it happens. Yeah, like <laughs> like I mean, how are you supposed to know that the kid doesn't have a hand? Oh, that's uh, tough, dude. Yeah, that was a that was a bad one. So, um, you said you you auditioned for character performer. And yeah, you told, you told us you were gonna get it. I uh, this <laughs> this fall, but and of course everyone knows what yeah. happened to Disney this past year. But so let's hear about the your auditions and like, so my audition. So my audition process was was um, over a long period of time. <laughs> <laughs> So it, it, this was during uh, during the spring, actually, um, while I was working at Turtle Talk at Nemo. I had a bunch of friends who were in entertainment, so I was just always, you know, talking to them and going to see them at work and stuff. And it just always it sounded really fun, and it sounded like something I would enjoy because I I would say I have a big personality. And I don't have, <laughs> I'm not really uncomfortable with talking to people and stuff. So thought it would be fun. So one of my friends convinced me to go to an audition. And uh, the first audition I went to was for uh, Kristoff for the Frozen Ever After show. Nice. I look nothing like (laughs) Kristoff. But I went and I bombed. It was bad. Like they gave us they gave us lines to read. uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, I got to the read. But um, I was so busy memorizing the read that I forgot to like act because I was an athlete growing up. So I never had an audition or I never was in the theater at all. But then I went to character performer auditions. And uh, the first one I went to, I, I made it all the way through and got put in the hiring pool. Uh, and then I left the college program, came back uh, when I applied for the fall DCP, went to auditions again. I went to two different auditions. I went to the one with all the, the college program people. And then a week before that, I went to full-time audition. Mm. so both of them the the full-time one was first so i went got pulled all the way through at that and got really good vibes from the uh, casting director and the casting assistant and i was talking to the casting assistant um after and i asked her if i could come back for the dcp one because i didn't know if there was rules where i was like boxed into to one now she -hmm. said no it was cool so i came back for the um for the dcp audition did same thing like got all the way through put in the hiring pool Mm -hmm. And then I got the email like uh, two weeks later, maybe a week later mm-hmm. that I, that I got the performer role. Wow. And uh, I was psyched. I was so excited. And yeah, uh, it, it was like, a, you know, I, I, I never really like had the dream of being a performer until I got mm-hmm. to the college program. Um, but since then it's just been like locked into my head that I, that I really want to do it. And especially the fact that I was like so close, it just kind of like yeah. hurts. Right. Uh, so, so I don't know. Oh, gonna, oh, go. You can go ahead, Phil. I was I was going to ask if if there was an ideal uh, character you would have been you would have loved to be friends with. Um, I, I think everyone would you know really love to be friends with uh, you know face characters and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But um, I just really, really, really wanted to work in Galaxy's Edge. Um, oh, I yes. love Star Wars. I grew Same. up on Star Wars, and it would just be a dream come true. To be- <laughs> any part of that show it would be amazing so so personally i would like love to be friends with um a stormtrooper mm-hmm. i think that would be like that'd be that'd be like phenomenal 
they yeah. they get to be serious and have comedic relief. It's like you get the best of both worlds. And yeah, like that's true. The funny part is like you get to like try to be serious, but no one takes you seriously. So it's just it's it's cool. Um, so you said that you're an athlete, and that kind of like hindered. Formerly, I would say. <laughs> Formerly. <laughs> um, so what did you play? Was it in high school or college? I played um, football, baseball, and basketball pretty much uh, all all three year round since the age of like six, seven. And then, well, not football quite yet, but yeah. So I played football, baseball, basketball. More, most seriously, I played baseball. Um, but then I, I played football as well. Stopped playing football um, after my freshman year of high school and stopped playing basketball before I got into high school. So I took baseball through. And uh, it was pretty much between like maybe playing college baseball, maybe, um, or doing things like the college program or um, I write books for Dungeons and Dragons, if you guys know what that is. Oh, no. Nice. Oh. That's like my full time thing. Cool. So. What, what, what character do you main? In D&D? Yeah. I don't get to play as much because I'm the DM of our group, but when I do, I really love playing uh, like uh, Eldritch Knight fighters. Nice. And, uh, in old school D&D, you'd, you'd multi-class magic user and fighter, but that's like first edition. <laughs> um, Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So D&D is a huge part of my life. So it was basically between like sports and all these things, and I just felt more uh, compelled to kind of forge my own path that way. So you've got, you've got quite the plate, but... Yeah. Before we get into that, um, Phil's a baseball coach right now. Oh, okay. so I'm a big baseball guy too. So uh, I want to try and guess your position. Okay. And Phil's gonna try and guess too. So, but I need a little information. So, how tall are you? Six foot. I I say six three, but I'm really six four. Six three. Okay. Baseball height. I'd be six five. Pretty much. What hand do you write with? Right. I, oh wait, why did I say right? What hand do you throw with? My bad. Right. Yeah. Say, well, right. Right. I, th- I got okay. what you meant. <laughs> okay. And um, I think that's all I need, Phil. You need anything else? No, nah, I'm good. All right, you're a pitcher, aren't you? I I was yeah. Uh, yeah that's I, what I was gonna say. <laughs> I played uh, middle infield for like pretty much my whole life, and then uh, towards the end, I was closing in on pitcher only. Um, but. Uh, I just I stopped before I like dedicated to one or the other before playing okay. at a higher level. I was like pretty sure you were a pitcher. I was gonna ask how often you bat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give it away. I always I always I never had a DH. Um, I always liked playing mm-hmm. every part of the game. It felt weird to me. Like like even when I played football, I grew up and I played quarterback, and I I wanted to play defense so badly. I hated not playing. Like it would just mm-hmm. what's the point of playing if you only play half the game? Like. <laughs> because <laughs> phil you're a po right and my junior senior year of high school yeah i got i got to that point where yeah i just focused on pitching all the time yeah but yeah i don't know i for me though like i i did hit freshman and sophomore year and um and it's not like i was bad at hitting but i just didn't i just enjoyed pitching so much that yeah. that it kind of like faded out the hitting i don't know why but yeah so yeah, so fa- fairly, fairly similar to your story, Ben, though, where I, I kind of chose having doing other things in college instead of trying to have a 100 percent full schedule. It's such a commitment because yeah. my my uncle played um, um, at one of the, the universities in Michigan still holds like majority of their batting records. <laughs> and 
Oh, wow. um, he messed up his knee in his junior year of college, but he went and played professional baseball in Italy for a couple of years. Mm. So I come from a baseball family and, uh, I, he sat me down my, like my junior year of high school and was like, if you want this, like you could, you could do it. You just need to, that has to be like the only thing you want for the next five, six years. Sure. And I was like, ah, I, I don't think I do. So, uh, you know, I, yeah, I'm very yeah, happy true. with more of my life. <laughs> right. Is, right. You know, I'm not, yeah. not beating myself up at, over any of it. That's awesome. So Phil, you want to toss it to some classic questions? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Uh, so to start us off, your favorite Disney movie? I'm going to uh, old school. I would like the black cauldron is great, but no one remembers oh, it. Nice. Um, and then sword in the stone, I would say are my, my two favorite. And then Peter Pan is like a, my more mainstream one and Moana. <laughs> Damn it. That, there was, that was, that was four. You asked for so one. Your top, your top 10. <laughs> um, you know, Phil, I always like sword, remember. <laughs> sword in the stone was one of my uh, bath VHS movies. Ah, yeah. Um, all right. What is the next one? Uh, favorite Disney character. Um, it's a tie. It, are we counting? We're probably not going to count like Star Wars and Marvel, right? It's more of like original characters. We, we yeah, we usually, yeah, we usually allow it. It's not. Oh, uh, okay. I would say, I would still say um, Prince Philip, but mm. then mm. Luke Skywalker is a pretty close second. I love Luke Skywalker a lot. That's awesome. Um, so I'm assuming you've seen The Mandalorian. Yes. How'd yeah. you feel about that? Wait, Phil, have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, we've already talked about it. Okay, yeah, we talked about it. Spoiler warning for everyone. Yeah, yes. right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it. That when that scene came on, I got it, it was like the the equal feeling of of the Darth Vader uh, Rogue One scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I almost like Darth Vader's a little more. Like I love Luke, I but too. it just didn't. I don't know. Any, anyway, I, I I felt it. It felt like my childhood had finally like come full <laughs> circle and was, yeah. was like rewarded. Whereas, like, I don't think it's a very hot take that Luke sucked in the sequels. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it was nice to see him in, like, his true nature again. Yeah, that's true. Um, your favorite Disney princess? I would say Belle. Ooh, like Belle. Belle. Okay. Yeah. Um, favorite Disney soundtrack? I don't know why Fantasmic was the first thing to come to mind. I, li- like, I like it though. <laughs> if that counts, uh, if, if you're talking movies, Moana. I love Moana, Moana. a lot. Okay. Uh, Disney- oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say I constantly, I'll listen to that whole 17 or 18 minute long Fantasmic. Oh yeah. <laughs> song all the time. Yeah. But. Go ahead. Uh, your favorite Disney resort? Probably Wilderness Lodge. Oh, nice. That doesn't get said often on here. No, mm-hmm. no. We grew up. I, my parents had DVC when we were younger, um, and that was our home location. So oh, that was okay. like my oh nostalgic, yeah. nostalgic. They actually just bought back into it. So and they bought Ooh, back nice. in at Wilderness Lodge. So I'm like, nice. like, yeah, it's like again childhood coming full circle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> then our last and favorite question: your favorite uh, cue. Oh, my favorite cue. I honestly really love uh, the Little Mermaid cue a lot. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I would probably say Little Mermaid. It's it's not my favorite ride, but I really like the cue. I always I always like walking through it. I agree with you because there's there's a lot of detail to it, and yeah, um, yeah. There's there's a just a lot with the with the crabs that'll pick up stuff for you and take mm. it to scuttle. Yeah, yeah. I would it's say it's a lot of cool stuff. 
I love C the C and like nautical stuff, so I might be mm-hmm. just that bias, but I like it a lot. That waterfall too when you walk in, it's great. Yeah. Yep. I they did a good job on that. So I guess with that, it'll I'll wrap it up. So Ben, thank you so much for being on. This is awesome to talk to you um, about all your stuff, not just Disney. So uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's just fun. Absolutely. To our listeners, we will talk to you on Tuesday. Until then, uh, feel free to catch up, check out our Patreon, and we will see you on Tuesday. See ya. Yeah.